um, like Brandon said, my name is Casey Pauline, um, Casey Pauline Fitness on Instagram, and I am a fitness professional that I work with a lot of busy people, um, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, busy moms, uh, busy dads, and what I do is I specialize in quick workouts to help um, people that are busier on the go be able to lose weight, lose fat, and gain muscle faster because I want people to be able to make fitness a top priority in their life without feeling like they have to be in the gym or working out for hours at a time in order to get results. So it's kind of like what I um, figured out on my own from testing out a bunch of different things is that you can still get the same results doing a 30-minute workout um, the same way that you would be in the gym for an hour. So why spend forever in the gym working out when you can get same results in half the time? So that's what I do. Um, help people fit fitness into their own lifestyle that works for them in order to get the results that they want. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. How did you get into that? Were you always into fitness or was it kind of like later on? I would say growing up, I've always been like an athlete. So even from elementary school, I was playing sports. I did softball, tennis. Um, I ran track all four years in high school. Um, but it wasn't really until after college where I really started to educate myself on nutrition and started getting certified as a personal trainer um, because I was always the one that was doing it the wrong way where I thought that I had to do hours of cardio and be in the gym for two hours at a time and eat like a rabbit, you know, eating salad and fish and chicken and broccoli for every single meal and feeling like that was the only way that I could get results. So it wasn't really until after college that I figured out that I didn't have to, I could still eat the foods that I love in moderation and balance and cut my workouts in half and still see results. So I gave myself like a test of like three months be like, okay, I'm only going to time myself to be in the gym for about 30 minutes at a time and see what kind of results that I can get from that. And I actually looked a lot better than I did when I was just eating chicken and broccoli and doing hours of cardio and two hours of working out every single day. So from there, I realized like, hey, if I can do that, then I can help other people be able to cut their workouts in half. And that's how um, my coaching has pretty much progressed is just I'm the go-to person to offer quicker workouts and teaching people how they can eat their favorite foods rather than telling them like, no, you need to eat uh, this and this and this and have them struggle with it. Because my whole philosophy is you should be able to eat how you want and train how you want and still get the results that you want. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the best way. Um, mm -hmm. And then that's interesting that you do that type of training because um, usually most people would be like, you got to be there for an hour or you got to be there for two hours. Oh, yeah. I was the same way. I would be going to the gym for like two hours at a time. And I was always skipping out on like social events. I remember canceling plans with going out to eat with friends and just being completely miserable. Like, why am I spending all this time just trying to have like a six pack and doing like, I'm not even enjoying my fitness journey anymore. So I was like, there has to be a better way to be able to get the results that I want without having, like, I'm looking at. <laughs> mm -hmm. When did you, like, want to know you wanted to become a coach? Like, was that something that happened? So right it's kind of funny. I was kind of thrown into it. Um, I've always been, like, the person that people would come to for fitness and health advice. 
uh, just in general, because I, I, I've been going to the gym since I was like 16 years old, um, just to stay fit and stay healthy. But, um, after college, I was like, I think I should be certified in that because I feel like it's just the professional thing to do. So I was actually working at my first gym at the time in 2014 and I didn't have any certifications. I was just the evening manager there that watched like the front desk, making sure like membership um, clients were taken care of, all that kind of stuff. And my supervisor at the time was the only personal trainer there because it was a small gym. It wasn't like a chain gym or anything like that. Uh, privately owned, I guess you would say. But my supervisor was going on vacation and he was like, hey, I need you to teach these classes. I don't have anybody else to teach them. And I was like, well, I can't do that. I'm not certified. And he was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like you can get your certification real quick and then you can do it. So I started off as a group fitness instructor. I got my certification for that, started teaching these hit classes at the gym and absolutely loved like the motivation of it, like everybody being able to work out together and helping people achieve their fitness goals and knowing that you were a factor and then helping achieve that. And so from there, the people in the class would start asking me like, hey, can you do do you do personal training and coach one-on-one? And so then I started getting my personal training certification and then just went from there. Um, and then to really dabble more online, um, my sister-in-law and my sister, who's a, a flight attendant, my sister-in-law that lives in Tennessee, they both became like my clients that were kind of like on the go, like busy people and they didn't live near me. So I was basically able to figure out, hey, I can do this online and give people programs to follow. And if they need my help, they can still text me or call me and I can help them walk through it. So that kind of snowballed into getting more and more clients because my sister knowing a bunch of other flight attendants and my sister-in-law knowing other females or uh, males that wanted to get in shape, they would refer them to me. And so it just kind of snowballed from there. And now I have more clients online than I do in person, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's crazy. How did you kind mm-hmm. of like, how did you kind of do that? Like, you know, I feel like a lot of people have a hard time doing the online clients. It's all about like just getting your, your face out there. Um, just showing up on uh, social media every day. So with Instagram and Facebook, I kind of post things that I know people struggle with or that things that I've struggled with too, because in my past, I've been all across the board where I've been really skinny and had like uh, an eating disorder for like a year in high school. I I was um, borderline like anorexic where I wasn't eating like enough and over working out, over exercising. And then I've been on the opposite side where I was like chubbier and didn't like how I felt. And so I feel like I can kind of relate to everybody that has a struggle of wanting to gain muscle or losing weight or feeling like they're constantly restricting themselves on a diet. And so what I do is whenever I write a post, I keep somebody in mind that is struggling with one of those things. And I write about it and be like, Hey, here's a problem that I went through that all these other people might've gone through. And here's how I found that solution. And it's all about like being relatable to them. So you want to be like authentic and genuine and that's how you're going to connect with people. And that's how people are going to want to work with you because people don't want to work with someone that's just posting like a bunch of booty selfies all day long. Like where's the meaning behind that? Like we know you have a nice butt, but (laughs) how can you help me like 
get over the struggle of being on a restrictive diet or over exercising? Like, how can I relate to that person to show them like, I understand what you're going through and I can help you overcome those situations that I did too. So it's just basically sharing your story. Like if you don't share your story, then people can't relate to you at all. Mm -hmm. And what was, what was your kind of like biggest struggle like through this whole thing? I think for me with a lot of people um, would be the nutrition aspect of it. Like I call it clean eating throughout the week only to end up binge eating on the weekend. That was my struggle for the longest time because I was either restricting myself or depriving myself of foods that I love. And what I tried to teach people as well as what I taught myself is who put these rules on us that said we're only allowed to have the the foods like that we consider junk food like cookies or cake or pizza on the weekends. Like why does it have to just be a Friday, Saturday or Sunday thing and that we have to eat super clean all throughout the week. But if we do that, we're depriving ourselves and we're restricting ourselves. So I figured out if I allowed myself to have, let's say I'm a huge Oreo person. If I allowed myself to have like Oreos on a Wednesday night, I would be less likely to binge eat and undo all of my exercise throughout the week on the weekends versus where if I kept telling myself, I can't have it, I can't have it, it's not the weekend yet, and then get to the weekend, and I'd probably end up eating like more than half the box in one sitting, I felt like, okay, like, why do I feel the need that I have to restrict myself during the week when I can allow myself to have a couple here and there on a weekday, and then I'll be less likely to overeat them on the weekend. So I think that's a, a big struggle with people is that they just, they don't know how to have a balance of their favorite foods because nobody's taught them how to do it. We always see society telling us like, you have to eat clean, you have to eat bro food. That's how you're going to see results. But I think flexible dieting is definitely the way to go. And if more people are taught how to do that, they're going to be better off and enjoy their fitness journey more because they're going to see that they can still eat what they want in order to get the results that they're after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that, I think that's one of the best ones. I feel like it's just, mm -hmm. I, I think restricting yourself. is the craziest thing. It's like, what are you doing? You're, you're going to eat 800. Yeah. Calories? And I'm like, uh, this is not, I don't know if that's going to work out very well. So no, I mean, I remember being in high school when I was going through like my eating disorder and I literally kept a journal of everything that I would eat. And it roughly would equal around like 600 calories for the day. And I'm like, that's insane. Like now 600 calories to me is like almost an entire meal. It's like a third of my day. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think for a lot of people, they just don't know how they can do it without being, you know, all one way or the other. Like it's not, it doesn't have to be this all or nothing mentality. Mm -hmm. And you how did you kind of change your mindset on all this? Cause like, uh, you know, a lot of people get stuck in habits or this or that, or the way they think about it. How did you kind of get out of that? Was it someone telling you? Was it like, how did you kind of go about that? Um, just doing research with it for me personally, I figured out that I can change one thing at a time. Um, I don't need to cut things out cold turkey because what I realized if I cut things out like a hundred percent, then the more and more that I tell myself that I couldn't have something or I don't want something, the more that I am going to want that. It's just like, that's the mindset that we have when somebody tells us something that you can't have it. It just makes you want it more and more. So 
like for example, with the the Oreos, the more and more that I told myself that I couldn't have them, the more that I wanted them and the more likely I was going to binge eat on them on the weekends. And so what I did was I took one thing at a time, like, okay, I'm going to have like a good balance of having a couple pieces of chocolate um, after dinner each night instead of feeling like I had to wait till the weekend to do it and just let myself enjoy the couple of pieces and be satisfied with it. And then I was able to slowly transition myself into that balanced lifestyle to where it didn't have to be like all clean eating versus junk food, you know? Um, so that's kind of like what I teach my clients. And instead of having them count calories, I came up with a system that I created that I tested out first and I call it decode your fat loss. So what it is, it's a system that I use to where you kind of pick and plug different uh, proteins, carbs, and fats into your day based around the times that you work out. And it just teaches people how they can eat towards their goals and not diet towards them. So for example, like if somebody works out at night, um, it's all by color coded boxes, the way that I do it. So let's say like they can pick a protein source, a carb source, and a moderate fat source before they work out. And then it shows them on this chart that after they work out, they want to fuel back up with protein and carbs. And so it kind of, it just teaches people like, okay, this is how I can eat towards my goals without feeling like I'm restrictive and I don't have to eat the same things every day. I don't have to feel like I'm on a diet necessarily. It's just a way that they can make it a true lifestyle for them. So I found it really successful because with my program, you don't have to count calories. If you don't follow macros, that's fine. You don't have to count macros either. It's all about just knowing the good carb sources, good types of proteins and fats, but then being able to have what you love in moderation as well. Yeah, I think that's that's really that's really good. That's kind of interesting too, because um, mm-hmm. I feel like everything's kind of cookie cutter nowadays. Like here's the plan. yeah, that's just yeah, and that's what I tell people is they're like, oh, can you write a diet plan for me? And with my scope of practice, I technically can't write people diet programs because I'm not a dietitian, but I provide like the nutritional guidance. Like I can give you a good back information about it to where, okay, these are your healthiest protein sources or most common ones. These are common carb sources that are healthier for you and your healthier fats. But if you want to have like a pop tart before you go work out, you can have a pop tart. That's fine. Like it's another carb source. Like I don't want to label things as good or bad because then that, then we get back into that mindset of telling yourself you can't have something. Mm, okay yeah i like that because i think good and bad it's like a it's like the, you know that muffin's evil don't eat that muffin. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. then you want it even more right like you're like ah darn and, it i'm gonna eat it now yeah and then maybe two of them oh yeah that's that's always how it goes but how do you yeah that's so interesting that that's the way you kind of go about it because i feel like it's a lot of people do calorie plans or they do macros or this and that um mm-hmm. And they're not really specific to the person. Yeah. And, you know, offering flexibility, I think is the best thing just because I'm, we're human. That's the problem. I always feel like. Yeah. So we always have to kind of look at it that way. So what is like, do, you know, you're helping so many people. Mm-hmm. How does that like make you feel as like a coach? Do you like. I think it's. Yeah, I think it's absolutely incredible. Like that's 
I love getting like texts or messages or emails and phone calls from um, clients that I have currently or even from the past that just say like how amazing they feel and how their confidence levels have boosted because it's not just about like the physical changes like yeah you lost body fat but to me like if I helped boost somebody's confidence to be able to improve other areas of their life I think there's like no price tag on that I think it's completely incredible when somebody tells me something like that because at the end of the day if I help somebody feel better about themselves rather than just looking better I think that means more to me than anything physically and the fact that I have clients that I've worked with in the past that I can still catch up with and still watching them be able to carry out this healthy lifestyle on their own. I think that's the coolest thing too, because I'm not about having like followers or like being a leader to have followers. Like I'd rather be a leader to help other people become leaders of their own healthy lifestyle. So I think that's, the coolest thing about being a coach is having other people kind of graduate from your program and then being able to do it on their own. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Like you want somebody to be able to do it by themselves because nobody, you don't, you shouldn't be having to like hold somebody's hand the entire time when they're trying to make fitness a part of their healthy lifestyle. Oh yeah. I think that's the best way. Cause you know, I feel like everyone's a butterfly. You just gotta let them fly. Yeah. Yes, I love that analogy. Like you're having, you're getting all these caterpillars and you're helping them become these awesome butterflies so they can fly away and do awesome things on their own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way I've always looked at it. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's kind of funny to me. But yeah, I feel like that's the best way. And like for, you know, I feel like, especially when you're helping all these people, a lot of them usually want to become a coach. So how do you kind of help them? Do you ever help them do that? Or do any yeah. clients do that? I get, yeah, I get some girls that ask me um, about personal training and they say like, Hey, you inspired me to be a personal trainer. Like I'm studying a NASM right now or whatever organization there is. And they'll ask me for tips on that. And I have no problem like helping them out um, becoming a personal trainer on their own. I'm not like, Oh my God, you can't be one because you're going to, steal clients from me like there are plenty of people in this world that people can work with and when you think about it like you could have a different niche than somebody else anyway so I think it's cool when a girl comes up to me and she's like I'm studying to be a personal trainer do you have any suggestions or tips for me on how to do that like I'm nervous about the tests and I'll like tell them everything I know because I'm like oh that's so cool good for you like not everybody can do it you know I mean it's just like when it comes down to it, it's a very small population mm-hmm. of all the personal trainers that there are. One, because the certifications are expensive than themselves to get. But I mean, it's it can be hard to try and like inspire somebody else, especially the ones that aren't feeling as motivated or that do want help, but they just don't know where to start. Like you kind of have to be like that positive person all the time. So if that's somebody else's dream to become a personal trainer, then by all means, like I will help them do it. Mm-hmm. And how, um, you know, getting clients, how has that kind of gone for you? Like, how did you, what is your kind of method or thoughts on that, on how to get people? So what I do is I don't look at it as like trying to sell them a program. I try to 
tell them about how this is like an investment in themselves and it's like a life transformation. And it's all about building relationships. Like you can't, if somebody doesn't know you at all, you can't just like slide into their DMs and say like, hey, I saw that you like to work out. Here's my fitness program. Take a look at it. And they're like, who is this girl trying to sell me her program that I have no idea about? So it's all about like connecting with the right people. Like you can go and look at different hashtags on Facebook or Instagram or even ask like people, I would start with your family or friends. Like if you have any family members that have friends or your own friends that are struggling with like fitness, I would ask them if they need any help or ask them right off the bat if there's anything that they're struggling with. So that's, you kind of have to build like rapport with somebody before you can throw your program at them because then they're just going to be like, oh, you're being too salesy. So it's all about building a relationship rather than just throwing a program at somebody. I think that's the main thing. Like you don't want to come off as like a used car salesman. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely not a used car salesman. Uh, Yeah. You start with the people that you know, and then when you help those people out, they'll refer you to more people. And then it just kind of grows from there. When you first started, was this like, was this like where you wanted to be? Or like, do you have like higher goals? Like, how do you kind of think about that? So when I first started doing online coaching, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't as consistent as I would say it is now. Um, cause I, I just looked at it as like a, a side hobby. Like I wasn't, I was on Instagram and Facebook and all that and YouTube, but I wasn't like consistent with it. Cause I was like, Oh, it's just a hobby. Like I didn't realize that people could make like this big career out of it, you know? So I actually wanted to, um, work in NASCAR when I was like a couple years ago, like four years ago when I was graduating from college and just doing fitness as like a side hobby. And I wanted to do like public relations with NASCAR. That's what my degree was in, was in public relations. But then the more and more that I started getting into fitness, the more and more that I loved doing that. And I actually was an intern with um, NASCAR and Atlanta Motor Speedway. And I just didn't like it at all as much as I thought it would be. So then I focused on um, fitness more and more and started working at a gym, went full time there and just realized like, this is my passion, like helping people with their fitness goals and being able to positively impact somebody and helping them just gain more confidence and feel better about themselves. So now like I have more clients than I ever have. And it's taken me about five years to get there, but I do still have a lot that I want to do and accomplish. Like I would um, love to keep carrying out my group coaching program that I do called busy and balanced with busy females. So I'm in the second group of that and it just keeps getting better and better every time that I launch it. And um, I would love to uh, be able to just keep helping all more clients that I can like every day. Like to me, if I'm working like 60 hours a week on my own business, that's enjoyable to me. It's not work to me at all because I'm helping so many people transform their lives. Hmm. Yeah. So like, um, yeah. How much do you actually work like on a daily basis? Like I know you have a lot of flexibility, um, Mm -hmm. kind of, I think that's the I think that's the coolest part about doing something you, that is kind of you're either self-employed or you're semi-contracted. Yeah. So how do you how how does like your day go? 
So I would say that I work in like a few hours at a time. Um, so that can be anywhere from like 10 a.m. to like 1 p.m. and take a break. Maybe I'll go to the gym at that point and then um, get back to like emails and do that for a few hours again. So it can be, it can vary day to day. It can be like a six hour day or it can be like 10 hours. It just depends on like all you want to do and accomplish. Um, I try to write out tasks for myself to get done every day. Like what are three things that I can commit to today that I want to get done? And then everything else can either wait or it's not as important as those top three things that I do want to get done. Um, so for me, I always want to tend to my clients that I have first. Um, so I make sure that I'm checking in with them. If I have any emails or texts from them, I'll always respond to them first with anything that they need. Um, if there's a certain exercise that a client needs help with, I usually will like drop everything I have and send the video like to them right then and there like, okay, like I might be in my pajamas, but this is how you do a bicep curl, you know? Um, so I just always am there for my clients, but then I will spend other times doing stuff where it's social media marketing, I guess you could call it, where I'll go online and I'll connect with people on LinkedIn or Facebook or um, Instagram and just seeing if there's anybody that needs help that I can connect with and other times um, just providing value and content, like making sure I'm posting helpful um, tips and things on Instagram or on Facebook that somebody could relate to. Because at the end of the day, if you keep putting more stuff out there, um, the more value and the more content that you put out, uh, the more that you're going to attract your ideal clients that you want to work with. Uh, yeah, that's it. Did you, how'd you kind of learn everything like that? Did you kind of like just watch a bunch of YouTube videos and kind of figure this all out or like just Google? I did. I did a lot of Google research and watched YouTube videos on it, but I actually and I think everybody to do this is hire a mentor, like a business coach. Oh. But I would do like a bunch of research on that first. Like you want to work with somebody that has done what you're trying to do. Because there's a lot of business coaches out there that are charging like <laughs> five or 10K for a bunch of crap that you could find on Google. And what I did is the, the coach that I have, I currently have a new one now. I've worked with three coaches so far. Um, but I've made sure that every time I talk to them, like, I want to see proof that what you're talking about actually has worked for you. Um, I want to know that I'm going to be, you're going to be there if I have like questions anytime and not just going to get thrown into your Facebook group with like every other student that you have. And we're just all basically talking to each other. Like I want to have that support from the actual coach. So it's just a matter of like doing your research. Like, do they have uh, good content or are they engaging with other people online through their social media platforms? Have they answered all your questions honestly that you've asked them? So I think just to have a, a good business coach is to make sure that they were actually doing what you're trying to do and that they're still doing that because some coaches could still charge you a lot of money, but then their own business failed and you don't know that. So it just takes asking the right questions, do your research. Um, you can find a lot of free content on Google or um, YouTube if it's just something small like what, how can I find hashtags or how can I be more engaging on social media? So just little things like that. But I would say definitely 
hire a mentor if you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you need that extra push in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's a it's a good thing. It's just hard to find a good one. I always find it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you're like, is this the one? Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah, and the ones I feel like that feel that they don't need your your money necessarily. Those are the ones that you want to work with because I've had coaches before that have come off like too pushy or too salesy. Like, no, you got to work with me. You got to do this. Like if you sign up, I'll give you this, this, and this. If you sign up today, I'll give you this discount. And that just kind of diminishes like their value. So then uh-huh. you're like, okay, if you're trying to like give me all these extra things, is it just because you want my money or do you actually want to help me? So if there's a coach out there that's like, all right, it's up to you. That's fine. I don't care if you sign up with me or not. It makes you think like, well, wait a minute. Like, do they want to work with me or not? <laughs> so then you're like, oh, okay. Like maybe they do have really good value and then I should like work with them. So it just depends feel- on like their personality too. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's the greatest salesman tricks. It's like, it okay. is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, to make yeah. it, cause then it makes you think like, they don't care about me. Like, wait, how can I make them care? Yeah. But yeah, I think that's kind of a good way of uh, looking at it. 